Oftentimes, society wants us to check a box. I'm a mom. I have a career. I'm an entrepreneur. They tell us to niche down. But what happens when you want to have it all? Welcome to the Multifaceted AF Podcast. My name is Kay, and my mission is to help men and women everywhere own all of the pieces of who they are in every way. We're going to be joined by guests and friends that show us what celebration of taking up space in all places really looks like. Now let's dive in. So welcome, Chris. Hi, how you doing? Um, Christopher Dolphin, founder on that Black People Unite LLC, a clothing line aimed at bringing unity and togetherness to cultures of people, especially the black and brown culture. So tell me a little bit about your reason for starting the clothing line. Um, I started the clothing line, I initially started as a Facebook group um, back in 2014. I'm just trying to put the message out there that we need change within our culture. We need more togetherness, more unity within our culture. And um, as time went on, um, I'm, I'm running into different platforms as different platforms is coming about for social media purposes. I'm creating accounts and just trying to spread the word as much as I can to go out to a bunch of different audiences that I can. And as the years went on, I was still trying to figure out different ways of, you know, elevating it to get to to get all the attention that I'm looking for. So fashion was my passion. I started thinking about ways of putting incorporating with the fashion. Um, I'm, I'm started, I put the name on it. I've been putting sayings on and I've just been going to a lot of different events and networking with almost everybody I can to just get my mission out there, get my word out there. Just let everybody know what I, what I come from and how okay. I'm trying to bring change. So what was the reason for starting the Facebook group? Like, what was the catalyst for this movement that you're st- that you started? Um, the Facebook group was it was it was due to like a lack of a lot of lack of information, a lot of lack of a lack of living in a commonwealth. You could you could be here every day and not know nothing that's out here that you can take advantage of. We're on as far as programs, education, um, substance abuse, like anything that you may need, any challenges you may be having in life, a lot of people don't know where to go. So just to have, once I had that platform on Facebook, I just used that to get all the information I can gather and I would place everything on Facebook and direct everyone to that page. And that that's how the group started. Okay. And, and, that, and like I said, as time went on, we're dealing with black on black crime at an all time high. Um, I, I, I lost my brother back in 1994. So that's one of the main reasons that I'm pushing for the stop the violence. Just to, you know, he's like one of the youngest kids out here at the time. And just to see that happen or see another parent go through the same thing, I, I can't stand there and, and allow that. So if I could make, if I could bring any type of awareness to help any kid change or avoid any of that, that's my whole mission. Absolutely. So, I mean, you talk a little bit about the emphasis on the black and brown community. Representation is a really big part of kind of my movement and some of the work that I've done. So talk to me a little bit about rep- what representation has looked like for you. Um, representation is important. As I said, um, if you have no one speaking up for you, you really you, either you won't know or you don't know how to go forward. So representation is big just to have someone someone pushing for you or or even you pushing for something else that that that's how you elevate absolutely so can you think back to kind of your time coming up in the Roxbury community 
Um, did you have any kind of examples or people that were representative of kind of future state for you, things that you wanted to aspire to? Um, at that at at the time I was growing up, this I would say slim to none. Um, I come from okay. an era, a era where it's like a lot of violence and a lot of people was a product of their environment. And a lot of, you have a lot of brothers that was fighting to get out of that environment. So um, mm-hmm. role models and all that was like slim to none in my life. I came from like a lot okay. of female, a fem- big female background. So I'm like the, mm-hmm. the the male in the family pushing through to get everybody where they need to be, you know? So I'm my own role okay. model. So in your bio, you talk a little bit about your mom, your grandmother, and your sisters being representation examples. Would you? How would you say that these strong women influenced your journey and your commitment to the community advocacy? Oh, uh, that's a. They was a big influence. Um, the females in my family is like the males in a lot of other families. Like they put their foot down and get everything done. So I come from a strong female background, and uh-huh. I said they wouldn't. They would keep pushing. For me, like if any female in my family that learned something, they will come back. They will come back home and teach it at home, so the next person yeah. could learn it and go forward and teach it, and so on and so forth, just to keep it going. So, absolutely. Would you say that the lack of male role models when you were coming up has kind of fueled your drive to be a presence in the community? Definitely, definitely. Because I feel like if I had that push at the time, I mean, I would have been stronger. I would have been more knowledgeable to do certain stuff to move forward. To I would, I would, I would know how to avoid a lot of mistakes that I made growing up before I made those mistakes. So I'm Absolutely. out here trying to do the same thing for the next kid just to let them know the mistakes I made so they don't go that same route. Absolutely. I think that that's powerful. I think, like I, t- I talk about often, the fact that representation has the ability to change lives and save lives. So I think you're lucky in that you were able to kind of navigate on your own and make decisions that were needed. Maybe there were some mistakes along the way, but kind of you came out on the other end. But thinking about, like you said, how helping younger people coming up these days to avoid some of those pitfalls Um, definitely has the ability to change the trajectory of their lives. So I think that I personally commend you for kind of being a presence in the community and serving as that role model that you didn't necessarily have. Thank you. Absolutely. So when you think about the word multifaceted, um, what does that mean to you? So what is the, how does that resonate in your life? Uh, Multifaceted is like a, creative, um, someone that's just open to keep elevating and learning new experiences and keep applying and moving forward. Absolutely. So would you consider yourself to be a multifaceted man? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm always looking for ways to keep growing. Okay. Talk to me a little bit about some of the different roles that you play. So we know that you're a business owner and we know that you have a presence in the community. Kind of how else do you show up? Um, I would, Mayor Wu recently made me one of the leaders in the community uh, under her administration. On top of that, I have a, I have a nonprofit that been kind of been pushing the mission since my, my baby brother had passed away, um, which is called the Jermaine Goff Again Peace and Healing Organization. Um, that's kind of, that's in, that's, 
it's jump started, but it's, it's it's still in the trial and error period. You know, we're still learning as we go. A lot of the a lot of the fam a lot of the elder family members not too tech savvy. So you know, when the, the the younger kids come into play, a lot of stuff are getting created now. So it's just you know, it's just taking time to get where we need to be, but we're still pushing every way we can. Absolutely. Talk to me a little bit more about the nonprofit. Um, what is kind of the mission behind the nonprofit organization? Oh, Jermaine Garfield and Peace and Healing Organization. Um, it's to create a safe space for families that have been through challenging times in life, um, families that have been through trauma, lost kids to violence, lost family members, to a whole bunch of different things. Like any challenges you deal with in life, um, my mother, my mother, my grandmother started to just like, like I said, create a safe space for families and other people that might have went through the same thing that just don't know where to go, know who to turn to. A lot of people lose lose family members that isolate themselves and don't know which way to go and talk to someone, and then they they make it worse for themselves. And then you know, we just try to create that that space and open that door for someone to come out and say, "Well, we've been through this. So we we see you going through it. Well, let's work out. Let's figure out where we could work out together and both get through it." You know, Absolutely. just giving back and figuring out a way that we all can help each other elevate. Absolutely. That's amazing. Thank you. I'm Thank looking you. forward to hearing more about the organization and the work that you're doing. Definitely will. I, um, I'm doing, um, every year we do something on Halloween. Um, he has a memorial on Halloween. So every Halloween we do a big memorial. So I'll definitely keep you posted on that moving forward. Absolutely. I would love to support Thank you. Um, you mentioned that Mayor Wu has nom- has kind of put you in place as a leader in the community. Can you talk a little bit more about that work? Yes. Yeah, so um, I was I was working on Mass and Cash for a long time, and I had I started the Black People Unite thing. So before a lot of a lot of these black a lot of these black organizations had jump started, I had you know pitched what I had pitched as far as the Black People Unite thing goes and. They just see out. They see the connection that I already had in community, so they made it only right that you know they they make me one of the leaders in the community and just you know keep the mission going, keep connecting with the people I'm connecting, and keep making an impact on the people that I make an impact on. Hopefully, I can make an impact on more people to come. Absolutely, that's amazing. Thanks, you. So, knowing that you're born and raised um, in the Roxbury neighborhood and having roots in Saint Elizabeth, Jamaica. How has your cultural black background influenced your multifaceted journey, both personally and professionally? Uh, well, I'm still, I'm, I was born and raised in, in, in Boston, Massachusetts. I've learned about my background, you know, later on in life. So I, I learned about the whole Elizabeth Jamaica, the Jamaica heritage, the Jamaican culture um, as I got older from, for various reasons. But the Jamaican background, has been pushing me to 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 work on everything that I know how to do. If I if this, if mm-hmm. you know how to draw, they figure they want you to make a job out of that. So I love it. Like I said, it pushes me to do everything. My the, the culture, I love. It. I went home one time, and I, I I felt like I didn't want to come back. So it's definitely been helpful. Like I no, said, that's anything amazing. anything that you know how to do, the, the Jamaican culture will make a job out of it. I can definitely attest to that. <laughs> um, so we'll pause here. Is there anything that you want to talk about in terms of upcoming things with the line, whether it's 
the nonprofit or Black People Unite the line? Yes, um, we have the website was under construction for a while. It's back up, blackpeopleunite.com. We're adding new products to the line every month and just just growing and growing and growing. We have a lot of upcoming events. Um, we have a yeah, we have a lot of upcoming events for 2023, 2024. Uh, we'll have a lot of stuff posted on the website, so you can definitely check in and click the links to see what we're doing. Everything will lead Absolutely. you to something and definitely show you what's going on. Absolutely. Okay. So I know that we're connected on social media and like we've kind of been rooting each other on our entrepreneurial journeys that have been happening in parallel. Um, yes. So I know that you're aware of the affirmation cards. Um, I physically have my deck here. You have your electronic access to it. Yes. So what I would encourage you to do is to select a card and then read me the affirmation that you pull. I'm ready. Okay, go ahead. I am covered and highly favored. Amen. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Oh, that's right. <laughs> what does that mean to you? Tell me, talk to me about what that means to you. I am guided by angels and I am loved by all. Okay. God is good all the time. Do you feel like that resonates with what you have going on in your life? Yes, I live by this. Is, is, it's funny that the, that I screenshot this. I live by this every day. I tell okay. people every day I'm 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 high, I'm 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 covered in highly favored. I'm guided by angels. Well, there you go. God is the greatest. I well, give there it you all go. God, so this absolutely, is this absolutely. Is and I told you, um, your physical deck is on its way, so you will have a physical deck that you can reference whenever you want to. Okay. Um, but I'm gonna pull one too, and see what it says. So mine says, my wildest dreams can and will manifest. It is all possible for me. Yeah, and I man. think that goes back to the conversation that we were having before we started recording. Um, when I kind of talked about like, I have this vision and I've seen it. I know it's there. I don't physically have it yet, but I, I'm working towards it. And like, there's no doubt in my mind that it's possible because I saw it. So it's like that idea of like a sneak preview. Um, and that's really what's guiding me to work towards it. So I absolutely, this this definitely resonates 100%. That's a good one. Absolutely. You have some good stuff over um, there, huh? Looking forward to reading them. <laughs> absolutely. So I will be sending your deck um, as well as a couple of shirts. We can do that exchange and kind of help um, promote each uh, other. Absolutely. Absolutely. So talk to me about your entrepreneurship journey. I think that that's something that I'm eager to learn a little bit more about. I'm definitely eager to learn a little bit more about kind of what keeps you going. So I know that kind of your brother was the catalyst way back when, and I know that it started off as Facebook and it's kind of taken these turns. But talk to me about like what your process is to keep going and staying motivated. Um, just my main goal, uh, everything I'm doing right now is leading up to my main goal. So it's like, as long as I keep looking towards, as long as I keep having something written down that I'm working towards, I'm going to keep going. I, I tell everyone out there, always write down what you're trying to do, write down your goals and have, have something that you're working to, working towards versus just getting up every day and just winging it. Like, 
writing down, you could you could have a to-do list with a thousand things on it and every day give you something to do every day. So just having just having a goal and just keep working towards it, it keeps me going. Like there's a lot of ups and downs. That's real. The writing it down part. Yeah, the writing it down part, definitely. So for me, I know that writing it down is actually very important. I don't I I feel like I've had times when I had my goal written. And I've had times when I didn't have it written. And I feel like you go harder when you have that thing that you've kind of set in place versus when it's kind of a free-for-all and you're just operating. Like, you are operating, and I feel like there is definitely motion and, like, progress, but I feel like it, it means more, and it's almost more impactful when you're working towards something that's been written down. So I definitely can... Definitely. Can definitely attest to that. Definitely, you feel more accomplished when you're checking when you're, you're checking Absolutely. off your list. Absolutely, checking you know? it off. I'm checking it, it off. Checking it off. No, <laughs> definitely. All right. So, I want to thank you for taking some time to talk to me, talk to thank me about you. your brand and about some of the things that you're working on. Like I said, we've been connected for a little while and definitely rooting for each other um, in our entrepreneurial journeys. I'm sure we'll cross paths in the future and potentially some collaborations because I think there's definitely some yes. synergies and some crossover in terms of the missions both on the apparel side as well as the nonprofit side. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to thank you again for your time. Thank you for sharing kind of your story with us. And I'll give you an opportunity, any last words in closing that you want to share with the listeners? Um, to all the listeners, just keep going, never give up. Even when you feel like nothing's happening, something's happening. Always go. Absolutely. If you want to let them know where they can find you. I'm on all social media platforms, Black People Unite LLC or Black People Unite Alone. Um, My website is blackpeopleunite.com. You can catch me there. A lot of links attached to the website that will bring you everywhere you need to be. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode, where we celebrate the superpower that is being multifaceted. If this resonates and feels like home, make sure to send it to a friend, colleague, or someone close to you and write a review so we can continue to grow, connect, and celebrate. Until next time, continue showing up as your true self and taking up space.